Good evening and welcome to another episode of the DFWTO podcast. I'm your host, Casper. Good recovery. And I'm your other host, Becky Gremlin. Here to bring you all things spooky on Wednesdays because... Wednesdays are for podcasts. That they are. And you guys can't see it, but I'm repping us. I'm repping us right now. I I will be buying some of our merch short, you know... I was broke for a little bit, so... Can you guys hear this? That's, that's me what rubbing my Wednesday that's what, shirt. That's what our merch sounds like. <laughs> what, do you, what does your merch sound like? Well, mine sounds like... <laughs> that's what my merch sounds like. Um, the only reason I was able to get all of our merch was because uh, I got Christmas a poo ton of Christmas money. But, um, yes, I'm repping our merch, so you guys should go check out our merch. I did a post about it last week because I actually remembered for once in my life um but anyway I just thought I'd share that I was wearing one of our Wednesday shirts which is actually my favorite of our merch shirts um but the Casper and Becky one's really really cute too but so we're going to be talking about aliens tonight and this story between the story of Betty and Barney Hill which was pretty uh, relevant around the same time. Um, Travis Travis Walker, Walton Walton. Um, I was like Walker isn't right. <laughs> this was probably though. This was about ten years, probably about well, fifteen years before. That I shouldn't say more 70s. relevant around the same time, but it's one of the most relevant alien stories there you like go. his. Gotcha. I, that's how I should have worded it. My dad like really remembers both of those but especially this one that's so crazy he like vividly remembered it being in the news being in the paper like very much uh because we'll get into this too um there was even a movie that came out Mm -hmm. in 1975 my dad my dad's like you never saw that and i was like well it's on youtube so now i'll have to watch it for free you can watch it for free it's called the ufo incident it was shot in 1975 and it stars, um, and both of these actors are still alive. Uh, James Earl Jones plays Barney Hill, and Estelle Parsons plays Betty Hill. And our generation will know Estelle Parsons uh, as Jackie and Roseanne's mom on the original Roseanne back in the day. She was the, the crazy mom. So, uh, but yeah, both of them are still alive. So I thought that was pretty cool. But yeah, I had no idea. My dad's like, oh, you never saw that movie. Um, sorry, I'm not brushed up on my 75 films. I don't, I'm sorry, not not (laughs) most of them, no. Um, but yeah, like, so he, it was, it was kind of cool talking to him about it. That's pretty cool that he remembers it that well. Him, like, vividly remembering it being everywhere, all over the paper, the movie, you know, the movie, radio talking about, TV talking about it, the movie coming out, um, yeah. It's definitely one of those where it's like, like you say, alien abduction and those that's one of the stories that come to your mind. Well, and my dad, what was so cool growing up is my dad was always into aliens. Like mm-hmm. that was always something my dad was really, really into that got me into it. We watched every single episode of the X-Files. As um, you should. I mean, listen, if you, grew up <laughs> Y'all, 90s, if you, haven't if watched... you grew up in the nineties, you were, you were watching the X-Files <laughs> and if you love aliens and you haven't watched the X-Files by now, seriously, it's a wonder that I love conspiracies as much as I do and aliens and everything else. Cause yeah, I grew up on the fucking X-Files and, um, especially if you had Fox, it was like, you watch the Simpsons and the X-Files, God damn it. Like that's 
would you yes. watch? That's the only two things that and, were on uh, Fox. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Back then, that was that was literally it. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we were, actually, it was really funny, because we were talking about how Roswell happened the same month and year my dad was born. Oh, my God. So it's really crazy how, like, well, you know, and that was something else my dad said. Like, he's like, I just think it's so funny that that's something that's been so well known for so long. Uh, the government, like, just decides a year ago to go, yeah, um, aliens. And everybody's like, yeah, we know. I also love how they decided <laughs> to do it during a pandemic. Because they're like, oh, hey, by the way, aliens, when no one's paying attention to that, because everyone's paying attention to the... Don't and I'm like, look at the man behind the curtain. Don't and I'm over here going, um, are we not talking about the fact that the government just, you know, confirmed that aliens are real? Mm-hmm. And everyone else is like, but Biden, but Trump, but COVID, but politics. And I'm over here like, it's all a, this all is a why they released it now. Because yeah. ain't no one paying attention to anything. And the ones that were... We were all like, I'm over here like, yeah. Why is this news? Duh. (laughs) It also made news. Project Blue Book, baby. (laughs) Snoop Dogg smoked weed before he did the performance on Sunday. It's illegal in California. And I was like, why is anybody making a big And this man is 55. And it's Snoop Dogg. This man is high. He looks amazing. All the time. It's what's keeping him young. Same. He has I good priorities. Go, I say go for it. Get it, Snoop. Yes. Get it, sir. I'm like, why is this I news? I admire. Why the fuck is this news? Well, because people are dumb. Really dumb. And for real. And there's literally people in 2022 that are still out there like, the devil's lettuce! You're like... <laughs> Oh my god, there was a meme what on are we, Facebook. What are we living? Where are, where are you? What, what, there was what? a meme on Facebook when that you, literally... When, <laughs> have you ever had a dream? When when you... When when you... When... when Have you... That's have you, how that's how my brain feels when I can't make sense of certain things. When people do dumb... I hear... <laughs> Sorry, that's just... That's the voice that plays in my... Head. Sometimes I sit at my desk at work and I just go, Have you ever had a dream? <laughs> no one gets it. But you know, but I love Boomers. how there was a meme, a meme, a meme on Facebook that said that was the worst halftime show ever. Starter pack. Listen. Oh, I the the faces. No. Oh. It was what they wear though, like the dad tennis shoes, the black sunglasses, the white cap, the khaki pants. I was like, so every white man in America. This is what they all looked like. But it was everything they were wearing. Yeah. 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 But this is what they all. Oh my God. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm so... over here going, that was it. What? I want more. Encore. <laughs> like that was a great concert. We got to go back to this football game. <laughs> I know. I was like, mm. especially being from Cincinnati. And then that last sack that happened and me and my husband both looked at each other and go, well, let's go to bed. <laughs> As soon as that sack happened, I I'm like, it's over. It's, I literally it's over. did not watch. We did not watch the rest of the game. You didn't miss anything. They they took a knee. No, I know. I know. So yeah, I know. I watched it on the news today. 
I was yep. like, oh yeah. Okay. Anyway, great halftime show. Yeah, it was perfect. It needed to be thirty minutes instead we of just thirteen. Loved. Oh my god. Oh my. But god. anyway, loved it. Before we get into sorry our... to get into the we went from aliens to the Super Bowl, but we have to bring it up because we you know everybody it. watched it because you either watched it for the football. Or you watched it for the halftime show, or you watched it for both. So we I had watched to talk it for about both. It. I seen. Fucking Bengals, guys! Damn it! You know, in that first fucking call that they did on them, where they gave them a penalty for excessive, or excessive celebrating, and I'm like, it's been damn near thirty years since they've been in the fucking Super Bowl. Let them have some fun. Good God! It's okay. They lost, but I'm like, it's oh my God. It's been eight fucking. It's yeah, it's been, been. It's just you know, and there were so many people that even even making it that far and uh, well, yeah, and you know, just knowing anything about Joe Burrow's story, boy, that kid got. I can call him a kid because he's twenty five. He I, is a child. I'm, I'm a kid. I can say kid now. Okay, I'm of that age. I can say kid now. Um, he, like, he just got counted out. Every which from from every direction, and he's like, "All right." So I mean, I got to give it up. This I don't motherfuckers. One of I the best players. I can tell you right NFL. now, he does not need to be disappointed at all. No. He does not need to feel. He like broke he was so a, many records. He does not that feel, kid need to feel like he needs to be. This is that he is everything the Bengals needed. Yep. Yeah, and I'm I'm happy. I'm happy for where they got. I grew up. You know, my mom was a Bengals fan. Tried and true. I grew up with it as a kid so like it was it was so awesome it was cool i didn't even think that mm-hmm. was gonna happen you know like shit nobody <laughs> well and it was cool to see like people really like you know when it's your when it's your hometown team and especially when it's a team like cincinnati that's never won a super bowl never even gotten close uh that's that's a big thing you know mm-hmm. if you're if you're if you're into football, obviously. If you're not, I'm sorry. But <laughs> I'm not even a diehard football fan, but I enjoy it. Like, no, but I'll I'll yeah. I enjoy I'll, it. I'll watch it. Yeah. Like I don't I'm not even I actually watch. understand it. I know what's going on. I enjoy watching it. I'm not a big baseball fan. Love going to baseball games. Same. Yeah. I will not sit and watch a baseball game, but you bet your ass I'd be right. at one. It's so Damn much right. more fun to be oh. at one. Listen. <laughs> Oh my god, so much fun! I honestly fun. only go for the hot dogs <laughs> and the nachos. Oh my god, the nachos! Man, it makes me want a hot dog real bad. Okay, I'm sorry. Anyway, guys, we literally just ate two, and my tummy hurts. Anyway, um, <laughs> so uh, before we get into the episode about the aliens, um, a word from our sponsor. Calm your body down. So, guys, I posted a reel today. I'm very proud of myself. Um, I'm going to try to post more uh, to get, you know, it seems to be it seems to be getting some, some good views, some good traction. Um, and then just an update, since it's getting close, the snowman bath bombs will be done at the end of this month. There will be, so that's like another week and a half you've got until Monday the 28th. That will be the last day to order. Um, otherwise everything is calm your body down, Etsy to buy, free shipping, uh, Instagram and um TikTok. Thank you. Calm your body down. Bing, bing. Oh Jesus, that was Ooh, no. my bad. <laughs> um, and my dudes, let's get into this story about Betty and Barney Hill. 
Yes, yes. The article that we are reading is called How Betty and Barney, Barney Hill's Alien Abduction Story Defines the Genre. Written by Lu Linda... Luce... Wow. Okay. Linda, listen. Linda, Linda. Lucina updated January 15th of last year. Their account recovered with the help of hypnosis, detailed extensive medical exams, including a crude pregnancy test. I'm going to tell you right now, this is one of the reasons why I would never do hypnosis and therapy. Because that shit scares me because I feel like it would unearth a lot. And I just watched the fourth time again the other Did day. Did you? Oh my god, that... When he... Because when I literally have... Uh, I have a job... I mean, I do a million things, but I have another job now where it's literally... Some days I feel like that song... That TikTok, I don't ever do shit at work. <laughs> I don't ever do shit at work. Just sit here. Company tap. Like, I just, I literally feel like, because I'm like, I'm watching movies right now. You're like, I'm busy. I'm watching. I'm watching, <laughs> I'm watching movies. I'm watching the fourth guy. Excuse me. I can't take your phone call right now. <laughs> I'm busy. Aren't you working? No. <laughs> no. So funny. Um, But yeah, I, I am, I, Felt like it was such an appropriate movie, though, to, like, watch in preparation for this. Because, especially with the connection, you know, obviously parts of that movie based on real things, but ultimately a fictional story. But the parts that really dealt with, um, or as a whole, the movie really dealing with uh, memory regression... And things coming up. That's why that movie hypnosis. was really scary because in that one part where the guy levitates and the camera's yeah. so messed up, but you can see his face, the store. Woo! No. <laughs> well, I mean, and it's this is nothing really, though, not even pertaining to necessarily alien abductions. There can be things that happen so traumatic in someone's life that they will completely regress that memory mm -hmm. like months sometimes years of a person's past can just have gone gone just completely gone like something so traumatic happened that it's like their brain just went nope we're gonna we're gonna They're take, like, we're going to take this little bit of We're just going to take that, like, you know, Men in Black with the, with the zip, zip, you know, like when Men in Black does the thing. I wish I had a piece of paper I could crumble up right now, but it's like you have a piece right. of paper and you're like crumbling it up and you're like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> it did sort of make We're going to throw that away. Men in Black too. Mm-hmm. Like, just look right here. So we're going to take that part and we're just going to zip, we're going to make that go away. That's what we're going to do. I wish that's how it worked. Listen, uh, anyway. <laughs> Is it chasing us? That thought coursed through Betty and Barney's Hill's minds as they drove down the empty, winding country road in New Hampshire's White Mountains. It was a September night in 1961, and they hadn't seen a car for miles, and a strange light in the sky seemed to follow them. When they finally got home to Fort Smith at dawn, they were far from relieved. They felt dirty. Their watches stopped working. Barney's shoes were strangely scuffed, and Betty's dress was ripped. There were two hours of the drive that neither one of them could remember what had happened. With the help of psychiatrists, the quiet the quiet couple eventually revealed a startling story. Gray beings with large eyes had walked them into a metallic disc as wide, Betty said, as her house was long. Once inside, the beings examined the couple and erased their memories. Their experience would kick off an Air Force inquiry, part of the secretive, secretive initiative Project Blue Book, that investigated UFO sightings across the country. I really... Guys, this 
with this article being from the History Channel, I really implore everyone, if you're really into aliens, to watch that uh, miniseries documentary that they did, or like, yeah, that they did on the History Channel about Project Blue Book. Oh my, I think I missed like the last couple of episodes, but it was, I, it's really, 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 really worth watching. So good, especially if you're into aliens. Because I they, to watch there them. were so many different, you know, things that they some you know some that you could tell were legitimate because in the way that they matched up uh really specifically and i just i wanted to mention this the the grays yeah that has always been a very significant similar factor in almost every single alien encounter or abduction story that they're grays that just seems to be the most common common yeah the incident would also become the first ever widely publicized alien abduction account and shape how stories like it were told and understood from then on. Debate continues as to whether the husband and wife were liars, fan fantasists, crackpots, or simply sleep-derived people who later recovered seriously scrambled memories. I don't know. I don't know how you're going to have a scrambled memory about being literally abducted in a UFO, but I don't know. <laughs> pretty crazy memory to scramble out of a dream or god only knows what um the hills road trip was spontaneous it was a well-earned break barney decided the couple needed as he explained in the interrupted journey a 1966 book that they both uh corroborated that word word does not look like it says it does not at all no what it's spelled and you say it so i'm sorry it sounded like i had trouble but um with the author john g fuller Barney worked a grueling night shift at the post office, driving 60 miles each way. Betty's job handling state child welfare. I can't talk tonight, guys. I'm it's sorry. you tonight, not me. It's Usually like it's my me. tongue. My mouth is so dry and I'm like tongue tied. Your tongue is like. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to get a drink. My tongue's like, no, we're not going to do this. Okay. Betty worked for a state child welfare cases. Um, wasn't any easier to handle those. The little free time this biracial couple had was devoted to their church activities and also activities related to the civil rights movement. After 16 months of marriage, Betty and Barney saw that this trip through Montreal and Niagara Falls as their delayed honeymoon. Oh my God. That sounds amazing. Um, they left so impulsively. They had no time to go to the bank before it closed for the weekend. They got in their car with less than $70 in their pocket. Okay, but can we talk and about the fact that this sounds like you and your husband? It's also funny that if, <laughs> unless somebody around my dad's age even remembers this, this isn't like guys where you could just transfer money to your account or there were other bank branches you could go to out of state, um, that you could go to out of state, uh, you know, like when we went to Massachusetts, I didn't have to be near my, my bank i could right. go to another and if like, you needed more money you could get online was, and then you could transfer right you can't yeah. do, this was way before you could do that i mean this was in the 60s so, so i mean but at least they had some money so 70 dollars in the 60s would probably be close to two to three hundred dollars it's definitely more. enough for gas yeah for sure especially with what <coughs> oh gas, my god i'm sorry <laughs> with with what gas Oh my god, it's so sad. I don't even want to think about it. Seventy dollars anyway, now will get you nothing, especially if you drive like a truck or an SUV. You're done. 
Um, you can't even get a gas, hotel room like, for no. that. Well, I, mean, I thought you meant a gas, too. Like, well, Lord, depending on where you live. You'd like, be sleeping in your fucking car. You either get a hotel room or you're going to get gas. That's, That's what it. you're going to do. Either one. <laughs> on the last night of their three-day trip, the tired couple sipped coffee in a Vermont diner to recharge before driving back. Okay, listen, I want to sip coffee in a Vermont diner. I do, too. Let's do it. We're putting that on the list. Okay. <laughs> Barney figured if they pushed through, they could beat the wind and rain from an approaching hurricane. They left the diner around 10 p.m., estimating they could reach their red-framed house in Portsmouth, New Hampshire, between 2 and 3 a.m. at the latest. As they drove, strange lights in the sky gave another reason to hurry. At first, it looked like a falling star, but grew larger and brighter with each month. Okay, listen. That, in and of itself, would start to scare the ever-loving shit out of me. That's that creepy, bright... dude. And first of all, this is the 60s, so you really have no way of explaining that. But I think just down a dark road period, if I would have seen something like that, I, yeah, no. Uh, Barney, uh, an avid plane watcher, and he was a veteran of World War II, was sure they had nothing to worry about. He told Betty it was just a satellite. It probably went off course. The light seemed to move with the car as Barney steered down the curvy mountain road. The light zigged and zagged, ducking past the moon and behind trees and mountain ridges, only to reappear moments later. Sometimes it seemed to move toward them in a game of cat and mouse. It had to be an illusion, they thought. Maybe the car's movement made it seem like the light, too, was moving. Curiosity overcame them. The couple pulled over at road stops and picnic turnouts to get a closer look. Through binoculars, Betty saw that the white light was really an object spinning in the air. Okay, can you tell me how you would react to that? <laughs> and so she tells her husband, Barney, if you think that's a satellite or a star, you're being completely ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, I, I think as a husband, and I could see my husband doing that, like trying to find the most rational explanation for it to basically like, reassure me that everything's, everything's okay fine. and i'd be like you're full of shit is aliens that's a goddamn ufo you're like we gotta go we gotta we gotta fucking go like where do you even go like are you gonna outrun these aliens oh <laughs> see that's the worst part is this thing you know you know you're I, I would just be leery and the dark of, like, a random car seeming to, like, follow me. Like, that would freak me out. But, like, a light in the sky, especially if you... I mean, now you could say it's a drone or something. But even if you... There's times where if it's that bright, I'd be like, I don't think that's a fucking drone. Like, you know what I mean? It just... If, if it's... It's just the whole concept of it being on a on a dark road, curvy road. You know, you're already kind of disoriented because there's a storm coming. It's dark. You're trying to. It's get home. early hours of the morning. You're tired. Right. Everything else, and then this fucking light for literally no reason in the sky of all things is following you. It's like, yeah, no. I'm gonna I'm gonna say definitely not a satellite. No. Definitely not a satellite. Well, he knew she was right, and he had an IQ of 140, noted Fuller in his book. Marty was also a pragmatic man who wouldn't give flying saucers a second thought. Remembered his niece Kathleen Martin and her work captured the Betty and Barney Hill experience. The night was too quiet for a helicopter, a commercial plane, or even a military jet with a hotshot pilot. He didn't want to spook Betty, but he was becoming concerned. What was this light, and why was it toying with them? About 70 miles past the diner, the object hovered just above the treetops, approximately 100 feet above them. 
Barney abruptly stopped the car, keeping the engine running. He shoved a handgun he hidden beneath the seat into his pocket and rushed into a dark field. Leaving Betty in the car. This man has some balls. What he saw was as big as a jet, but as round and flat as a pancake. My God, what is this thing? He recalled thinking, this can't be real. See, that's one thing I'm, I would think, too. I feel like if I saw one that closely, my brain would be, like, trying to think of every rational thing I could think of. And, and I think that's another reason why, even if it's not something that the aliens would have done, that it's so traumatizing to your brain. And, and what, you know, when I say traumatizing, I don't even necessarily mean something... Bad. Most people think traumatic, they think violent, mm-hmm. or it's just something that this is so out of the norm or nothing that you can even think to exp- explain that your brain just sort of shuts it off. It's almost yeah. like the brain's natural, like the flight or f- flight or fight thing. It just like your brain just shuts it It would off. literally be like, you know about dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. You've heard about dinosaurs. You know they're real. You know they exist. But imagine seeing a dinosaur. Like, imagine walking out into the forest and seeing a fucking You know, like dinosaur. the new Jurassic Park trailer? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Dr. Grant! <laughs> oh, he looks so good. Oh my god, they all do! They all do. God, life <sighs> finds a way. So happy. Oh, anyway. <laughs> Behind rows of windows, gray uniformed beings seemed to look right at him, Barney recalled. He tried to lift his hand to his pistol, but somehow couldn't. A voice told him not to put down his binoculars. He had a startling thought. We're about to be captured. Yelling hysterically, he ran back to the car and barreled down the road as Betty tracked the craft, craning her head outside the car window. Without explanation, loud rhythmic beeps sounded from the car's trunk. The couple felt instantly drowsy and lost consciousness. They came to around two hours later and 35 miles down the road. Back home in Portsmouth, they tried to make sense of the night. Barney felt compelled to examine his body's lower half. Both seemed aware of a puzzling presence. In the weeks and months after, Betty, an avid reader, checked out books from the library discovering the civilian UFO group, the National Investigations Committee on Aerial Phenomena. Do, 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 do. <laughs> uh, Nike is the acronym. She also reported the sighting to the Air Force worried about radiation. In coming years, with Betty suffering from disturbing dreams and Barney developing an ulcer and anxiety, the couple sought mental help. The two met with Benjamin Simon, a psychiatrist and neurologist who specialized in hypnosis, a mainstream technique at that time. Through months of weekly sessions, Simon helped the couple piece together what they think had happened. A vessel had landed on the hill's car, putting them to sleep. Afterwards, gray beings walked them up a long ramp and into the spacecraft. Once inside, the hills were separated, taking turns in an examination room that had curved walls and a a large light hanging from the ceiling. Each was asked to climb upon a metal table. The table was so short, Barney's legs hung over the side. During the examinations, the beings removed Barney's, Betty and Barney's clothes, plucked strands of their hair, took clippings of their nails, and scraped their skin. Each sample was placed on a clear material, not unlike a glass slide. Needles connected to long wires probed their heads, arms, legs, and spines. One large needle around four to six inches long was inserted into Betty's belly. This pregnancy test left her twisting in pain. Throughout a being Barney and Betty called the leader watched from their side. 
after Betty's examination ended. Now, see, what's really funny is there's a lot in that in that part it's, as far as like stripping them, gathering samples that I've heard in many, 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 many other alien abduction stories. It's they're they're all they've all throughout the years of ones that I've read have been all very very similar to mm -hmm. this. Even parts of this with the needles and stuff sounded a lot like Travis Walton. Um, after the examination ended, after Betty's examination ended, rather, the beings rushed back into her room, excited. They discovered that Barney's teeth could be removed. Betty laughed, explaining that Barney had dentures, a fact of human aging the beings struggled to understand. <laughs> okay, but... <laughs> That's hilarious. Imagine you're trying to explain to these little things, because they're like... They can be removed, and she's like, "Yeah, like he has dentures, like that can happen to and humans." They don't and they're like, "I can just see the, the for some reason my brain pictures minions." Well, you know, and it's <laughs> like they don't actually speak to you. I know that was something Travis Walton and other. Mm -hmm. it, it's either through like your mind or they project to you that you think they're speaking English, but they're really not. It's just them doing that to make you feel comfortable so you understand what they're saying. But they don't actually speak English. They're right. just trying to make you feel comfortable. And they're trying to communicate with so you, too. Right. Yeah. So they don't actually even, like, speak to you. I know Travis Walton said they it's it was all through their through the mind. Which is... That was like, tele, what is that, telekinesis was how they communicated. Telecommunication? No. No? No. Telekinesis is being able to move things. Is that moving things? Oh, you're right. Yes. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Even though that would be really fucking cool, too. Um, I mean, I would love to be able to you're right. do that. You're totally right. <laughs> but that would be really fucking cool because I would love to be able to do that. Uh, I think we all would, especially just because like my laziness randomly. would just kick in and I'd be like, I want a water. And then I would lift the water and bring it I to I would me. have just float down the hallway <laughs> from the fridge. Exactly. Like bring it right. And be like, you're like, oh, nice. look. She's getting another water. Did you see this so, water go by? <laughs> like, this is so fucking awesome. Uh, later alone with the leader, Betty asked where the craft had flown, admitting she knew little of the universe. The being joked with her, saying, if you don't know where you are, there wouldn't be any point in telling you where I am. Later under hypnosis, she drew a star map shown to her on the ship. In 1965, the, hill, the hills... Story was picked up by a Boston newspaper. After that, everything changed. The quiet couple's story became the subject of a best-selling book and a movie, like I mentioned, starring James Earl Jones and Estelle Parsons. The upstanding civil servants had become celebrity abductees. The Hills were the first to spot a UFO or even to report an abduction. Their story did capture the nation's imagination and was so widely publicized it helped shape how we talk about alien encounters and abductions to this day. Before the Hill story, alien encounters were friendly, according to Christopher Bader, a professor of sociology at California's Chapman University. Some aliens even lived on Earth and commuted back on weekends. Oh, we just go on the Love weekend. But once the weekend Hills... trip to Earth real quick. Well, I mean, if they can travel as quickly as they we think that they can, why not? But once the Hill story became better known, abduction accounts shared certain characteristics, medical examinations, and missing time. Aliens with large heads and big eyes dubbed greys in UFO circles became classic sci-fi examples and personal accounts in pop culture. 
Close Encounters of the Third Kind and shows like The X-Files. But see, I've always said, and I was literally just talking to my dad about this, I think every single fictional account of Greys has a basis in reality. Mm-hmm. Because why do they all look the same? That has to come, I, I'm sorry, that has to come from somewhere. Well, it's in just like opinion, we've always talked about somewhere. legends or, you know, like, oh, La Llorona. There is always some truth to that, to all those stories. Me and my dad were literally talking about how fucking creepy as hell the deep ocean is. And going back to legends, if we know that squid can get as big as they are, I don't believe for a second that shit about the Kraken and stuff and like wood carvings from the 1800s. I think that's fully real. Fully real. Well, we, we don't That they know. were like as big as large fishing uh, ships were. Like giant, pie, like those big ass ships, that those things were that big. Oh, I fully believe. I don't, I think a lot of that that people said was legend was very real. We don't even know half of what's in the deepest parts of our ocean and shit we know what two percent of the entire my dad was like that shit's aliens like all that underneath the ocean like i fully believe oh yeah it's squid and any of those kind of things oh yeah definitely like think about an alien and look at that thing yeah (laughs) <laughs> or just other stuff they found. Have you ever looked at those weird pictures of stuff they found, like real deep, deep, or I mean, as deep as they as can deep go? As they can go. Like, no, no. You were like, is that on this planet? What the fuck is? I'd be like, <laughs> was that actually conceived and birthed on this planet? That was on thi- this planet here. You know, sometimes, and I know not no. everybody. You know, not everybody. I I always wonder. Listen, when I see shit like that, I'm like, where in the evolutionary motherfucking shit did you come from? Yeah, no, like for real. Like where? And I'm so glad you didn't evolve. Because what the fuck would that have evolved into? Steve Buscemi? No, I'm just (laughs) kidding. I'm so sorry, that was terrible. <laughs> Sorry, to, uh, we, we love. We love I love Steve Buscemi. Buscemi. We, we love, we love he just kind of looks like a bush baby. That's not anything him. against him. Um, <laughs> no, for real though. Like, please don't get any bigger than this. You would literally Imagine wipe out human civilization. A kraken evolving. Oh my god, we'd have to. We'd have to use a nuclear bomb like we used to kill Godzilla, or what they thought killed Godzilla, or whatever. I don't remember how the movie ended. But, um, <laughs> But you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. we have to use a nuclear bomb. Literally use a nuclear bomb. All of the nuclear bomb. All of Look, them. there's more than one of them bitches. Like, the fuck? Oh, if it's if it's Cthulhu, oh, we're done. We're done. You're using all the nuclear bombs. And that's not even going to stop it. I feel like Cthulhu has better things to do than live on Earth, though. <laughs> Cthulhu for president. Anyway, um... So, the Hill story... And those that came after helped pave the way for a new understanding of human experience. Richard J. McNally, a Harvard psychologist, puts it this way. The alien abduction phenomenon, in my opinion, shows how sincere non-psychotic individuals can help beliefs about and false memories of incredible experiences that never happened. Experts of all stripes have tried to explain why intelligent, otherwise mentally stable people come forward with these experiences. Many psychologists say sleep paralysis and hallucinations played a role. Leading questions during hypnosis. The main way most abductees unlock their stories stories could also have been a factor. 
this was something I wanted to bring up what this is talking about. Both of these people were incredibly intelligent. Incredibly intelligent. And for them to both have the same story. And none of this sounds like sleep paralysis either. No, it doesn't. I have actually met and talked with people same. who have seen that have, that have, have sleep paralysis have seen some weird fucked up shit, mm -hmm. but not even anything close to what happened to them. And usually two, they're in their room. Happened. Right. They don't actually leave and go no. to a place and naked and And the beings and that they see don't look like that. No. At all. They look demonic. Yeah, very, very like, demonic. They, don't, they literally look like a demon. They don't look anything like a... And they don't have conversations with those no, things either. Not at all. No, they're terrified. They can't move. They feel like it's going to kill them. That's completely different. I'm sure they were scared, but Betty and Barney never felt like they were legitimately in any any danger. Which and, I love that and because they like scared. But they talk yeah. about them like having conversations, like they fucking talked about dentures. <laughs> like. What number one, why would you make that up? And number two, you ain't gonna be doing that in sleep paralysis. You can't move, breathe, or talk during sleep paralysis, so that's not happening. And there were just things that were relative to their story in particular that even though there may there may have been similarities to other stories, this one was so new compared to other stories that came out later that it was like the plausible ones all fit the same narrative, I believe, because they actually happen. And I don't believe, again, going back to what Casper said about them having such high intelligence and high IQs, anybody that hasn't already been um, diagnosed or, you know, and especially over the years that these two were asked, you know, they, they had met with different doctors and psychologists and everything, neither one of them were ever deemed with any type of mental disorder, um, uh, schizoaffective disorders, schizophrenia disorders, anything. Neither one of them had ever done any type of hallucination. Let me <laughs> <laughs> She's like, well, I mean, it won't. It you're you're not actually getting abducted, but you, if you're in the woods, you might think you've seen some aliens. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna lie, but uh, you're like, I've seen some. Like shit. I've seen some shit. <laughs> um, never scared. That was actually kind of cool. I'm like, take me, please. Honestly, I'm still like that. I, I literally My coworker said that today. was like, I literally said today, Earth is trash. I'm ready to go. Just take me. My coworker oh my was like, you know, aliens are coming, and I'm like, fucking good. Take me. Take me. Fucking take me. I'm ready to go. That's why I leave my feet out Making from my under my covers. Because <laughs> they're like, the <laughs> demons will come get you, and I'm like, fucking take me. Like I'm ready. Here's my foot. Drag me. Ready to go. Yeah. I, I, I would much that. rather go with the aliens than the I demons. Told, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, aliens. Aliens, uh -huh. yes. If they get here first, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Oh my God, please. Somebody, Somebody bring, make that where we're... That so she's walking up to an alien ship. To, let's to go. Letter, like UFO in the woods, ramp and light and everything. I want to, please. I would follow her. Just everybody following <laughs> um, so those who report abductions might also see the world a little differently. According to research, one of the strong, strongest predictors of false recall is a vivid imagination. Um, and that's not always amongst people that are of high IQs, not, not to the depths of 
something like this, where it's called magical ideations. Um, it's more likely that they believe in ghosts and, and tarot readings. This is according to McNally. I do believe in ghosts, though. So. I highly believe in ghosts, and with the right people, tarot readings as well. Right. All up to interpretation. People. Don't get yourself... Don't get scammed. No. Um, That's why I said, and again, right people. But also, you know, again, I think that the way a lot of stories like alien abductions, people that have seen Bigfoot, things of that nature, I think you can weed through a lot of those stories. And if you're able to, you, you can... I think it's just if you're if you're a good enough conductor of just personalities, how to read people, body language, all that kind of thing. And then if you dig deep into the psychology of it and these people have actually gone to doctors and been studied and have gone through examinations, if you can rule out any drug use or mental illness and in all of these things that were in Betty and Barney's case. Yeah, I mean, I, it's just really hard for me to believe that this was anything that was made up or hallucinated or anything of that nature. Um, yes. Some believe that the Hill story was simply a myth in the making with the supernatural meetings, vulnerable protagonists, and otherworldly journeys that are often the hallmarks of a legend. Many point to the stress of being an interracial couple living in a predominantly white state in the turbulent era. The year of their hypnosis, which is which was in 1964, uh, like three years after the actual incident happened, was marked by Cold War tensions and civil rights unrest with numerous urban riots erupting that summer. You have a biracial couple at a time where obviously it was not easy to be a biracial couple. Look at what those aliens were, a mixture of black and white. I find that very meaningful. I think that's total fucking bullshit. I actually f also do. I don't know. Are you a little gray on the area? <laughs> Definitely something a white man would say. Just saying. Tell me you're white without telling me you're white. It's literally the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. It obviously wasn't easy then to be a biracial. It's not even easy to be a biracial couple now. But And it's 2022. So can we stop the bullshit with all of that that's about the dumbest that's but literally the mixed, dumbest thing i've ever heard in my life but if you mixed you guys together you're great i know Isn't them too wow Isn't actually it's more like mocha caramel but so fucking stupid it's that was literally the dumbest that guy's a fucking idiot anyway <laughs> just thought i'd point that out because i'm hoping everybody else that heard that was like huh what the fuck does that literally have to do with anything <laughs> What does that mean? I mean, they were they were well represented in their community. They went to church together. They had a lot of different groups that they would attend to. Okay, yeah, this was during a time that I'm sure there was probably a lot of things that they heard. But what does that literally have anything to do with them actually being abducted by, by aliens? That was absolutely really, nothing. Really fucking stupid. Anyway. Um, abductee stories depend on first-hand accounts, the most vulnerable form of evidence. Memories can be distorted by stress or distraction or even manufactured. When a false memory is in place, psychologists say the brain works to fill in the details. Now, I have heard this with false memories before, so... Mm -hmm. Literally, this is what led to all of that insane satanic panic crap that happened in the 80s. Like, 
even though there have been, you know, there have been demonic cults that believe that blood sacrifices will conjure demons, the the majority of any of those cases that have actually happened have been so minimal compared to how widespread the satanic panic bullshit that happened in the 80s that was very prejudiced and just really sad and destroyed a lot of families and came rife from a lot of the bullshit in the church and kids that were just really manipulated and um false memories were planted and that you know that's kind of one of the you know i know that's way off from what we're talking about but when they bring up the when they bring up what it means to plant a false memory that's always the first thing that comes to mind to me because those poor kids were you know made to lie and all of a sudden once that lie was planted that became a quote unquote memory to these kids and before you know it they're saying that their parents and people in the church are worshiping satan and doing all this other and none of that was true none of that was true none of it was true and it, it spread like wildfire and it well, was I mean, really really sad you literally had the fucking we could go all the way back to the 1600s and talk about the witch trials yeah none of that be, literally a woman was like i think differently than you and they were like witch she's a witch because she's independent or thinks differently. well more importantly though to this story it's the actual implantation of a false memory right not so much to be accusatory which is what i know the comparison with the salem witch trials but really more importantly to plant something in someone's mind as the truth and then once it's so deep in there and if it happens to pass around to another person or a group of people it can actually create a false memory where they they actually start to believe it really happened but that i don't know that just again i again all of those though link back to something that would be a form of trauma. Even in this sentence, they say memories can be disordered, distorted from stress. Okay, <clears throat> something traumatic happens that distorts your memory and, and whatever. But again, I can't think of, you know, that's bullshit to suggest, oh, well, their race and maybe his job or that's ridiculous that that would that something like that you're talking about something that particular day or within that time frame that this happened there would have had to been something way more traumatic that would have had to have happened to both of them within a really recent amount of time that would have planted that type of memory that was so vivid that they literally remember seeing this thing pulling a gun getting out of the car get back in the car that's what gets me out, right there. Being they remember the ship getting stripped down, experiments, talking to the beings, communicating, seeing things, writing, drawing this map. They land, they come back. I mean, that's what gets me right there. That, they I'm remember like, all of that, that, but only so two weird. hours they don't remember. Yeah. So you're going to sit there and you're going to tell me that they made all of this up and they remember everything. And what would have happened so traumatic that would have planted? Okay, so if that's your argument that something traumatic or stressful 
would have planted that far, false memory. What happened that was so stressful and tra and trauma and traumatic? Doesn't sound like anything to me. It sounds like they had a great time, had a very nice little vacation. We're at a little diner. We're ready to go home. It doesn't sound like anything traumatic happened to me. They were on a vacation, <laughs> so I don't know. It just it, we're, we, you know this is why we do podcasts like this because we're able to report what they said versus what somebody else says versus what our opinion is so listening to all of that you can kind of form your own opinion of what you think of the story you know that's that's why we like to talk about stuff like stories like this because you kind of get everything from all sides like what they have to say what other people have to say what we think about it so that way you can kind of form your own opinion on what you ultimately take away from from the story um uh, past experiences also shape human perception going back to the false memories barney was a world war ii veteran he thought that the head gray character looked menacing like hitler jesus okay that's just a that's to say someone looks menacing. That doesn't necessarily mean that the creature actually looked like Hitler. It's just that if he <laughs> had to give a comparison, he had a little mustache and everything. The fuck? He did. That to give a comparison of someone that looks menacing, because Barney was a World War II vet, the most menacing face to him would be Hitler. Totally makes, makes sense. sense. Betty, meanwhile, who had been excited to see the aliens, bantered with the affable, the one that was the most friendly, Gray, who performed her medical examination that alien even agreed to give her a book to bring with her to bring to earth she said though other crew members later overruled that decision that sucks so much though because it's like man i would almost got a book yeah but i i kind of understand that if you look back at other read other instances of alien abduction stories where it's like they they don't they want to know it's almost like they want to know more about us than they want us to know about them. Oh, yeah, wholeheartedly. Which totally makes sense. Um, In this way, alien abduction yeah. and encounter stories have helped psychologists understand the human brain, its defects, and the weakness and sorry, weaknesses inherent in memory and firsthand accounts. According to Christopher French, a psychologist specializing in human experience related to the paranormal, what we see in here, especially under less than, a, than ideal observational conditions can be heavily influenced by our prior beliefs and expectations wrote french in the guardian nicap scientific advisor cross examined the couples couple and found their account credible the air force project blue book would ultimately dismiss the story determining the unexplained craft to be explained by natural causes how that's all i have to say to that how Hinting that the couple hadn't seen a spacecraft, but only the planet Jupiter. <laughs> Honey, we got chased by Jupiter tonight. I just want you to know. What abducted a whole planet. A whole was planet. Following that us. whole fucking planet was following them, and had red lights and kept disappearing and reappearing. For his part, psychiatrist Simon never felt the Hills had made up their story. He concluded Betty had dreamed the abduction and Barney absorbed her story, especially since many of the most vivid details matched descriptions of dreams Betty had jotted down after the event. I believe implicitly in the honesty of these people, he said on the 70s radio program. Of course, another explanation is always possible. The abduction actually happened. The Hills stuck by their story despite years of skeptics and detractor de detractors? Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. 
Uh, like many abductees, the couple never felt false memory or sleep paralysis explained what they experienced. Betty became known as a voice in the UFO research and claimed she was visited multiple times in the decades to follow. Yeah, even after um, Barney passed away. He died of a stroke uh, at the age of 46, February 25th of 1969, and she later passed away at the age of 85, October 23rd, 2004. Um, she never remarried after Barney passed away. Um, but yeah, she got really heavily into going to like UFO conventions and speaking out. Um, and even mentioned more so after, uh, Barney passed away that she was still, uh, visited years, years after. Um, but yeah, I mean, there were just so many things that I, I get it. I think that there's just a lot of people that are much like with ghosts it's just something so far out of their realm of possibility to believe in that if it's not, if it's not, there there are just a lot of people out there that are diehard skeptics that will not accept anything that they can't experience with all of their senses. If I can't see it, touch it, smell it, taste it, you know, if I, if I can't, if it's not physically there in front of me, then, you know, no. They have to actually, they would have to see a shadow spirit, see something, go see a figure, see a UFO, see an alien, see or whatever, see something. They would have to physically see it themselves to believe it. And even then, even then, skeptics, and even then they, they you, still, they'll still try it. to figure out how to explain it away, basically. Right. And it's like me and me and Becky have said before, when you go into haunts and, you know, looking for stuff like that, being a healthy skeptic is yeah. what you need to do. Don't believe everything. Don't believe. I mean, there were so many times the last time we went where I was like, oh my God, is that a cold spot? And Becky's literally like, honey, that's literally the wind. There's a draft. Or if there's too many sounds going on, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of sounds can be explained away. That's it's, always, just, it's good to have a partner with you, too. That way you can is. have a validation. Because yeah. there's things I have felt where I'm like, oh, my God. And she's like, no. And there's things that she has felt where she's like, oh, my God. And I'm like, no. So it's good to have someone with you there to kind of bring you back down a little exactly. bit. Exactly. If you both experienced it, they're there to corroborate but if one is experiencing the other one can go no i think it's this then you're both able to debunk it it's it's I always good to do that and you should never don't ever go it's i feel like being a complete and total skeptic of everything and believe and then being on the other far end of it in believing in everything like both of them are not healthy no you you have to be somewhat skeptical so you can rule out the wrong things to make sure that you actually if it does happen to happen that you do have an experience and and see something or smell something out of the ordinary or feel something out of the ordinary if it can't and i've always stood by if you don't even if you don't want to automatically say something is a ghost or a spirit at least at the at the very least say it's unexplainable 
Yeah. Because there are a lot of things that have happened to me personally where, without a doubt, you can't explain. There's no rational... There is no rational explanation for this. So at the very least, if I didn't want to say that it was a ghost or a spirit, I can definitely safely say that it was something unexplained. I saw a UFO. I've, I've seen a UFO. I've seen, I know I saw a UFO. So on broad daylight, clear sky, not a cloud, bluest sky I've ever seen. And then they realized you saw them and they said, oh shit. Yeah. I mean, it <laughs> might as well have been. I mean, it was a disc. It was a flat disc shaped craft that took from my vantage point probably looked like it was going slow but it could have been going really fast or just hovering and then all of a sudden shot off like a rocket and that's obviously an expression because it was way fucking faster than that because it shot off so fast I didn't even see where it went but and again to say something is an unidentified flying object is not to say necessarily that it's extraterrestrial or alien. It's just that I know that wasn't a fucking plane. And I've seen, we do not live far from wright Pat Air Force Base. I have seen a lot of different crazy fighter jets and all kinds. It wasn't that. It wasn't any plane I've ever seen, helicopter I've ever seen, drone I've ever seen. That was unidentified. It was an object and it was flying. So there you go. And an unidentified flying object. There which you is go. A UFO. So that's that's about the best way I can explain it. I, I've I've had a relative that's seen really crazy lights in the sky that made no sense whatsoever. Um in the middle of the night, uh at a gas station, like no other lights around except for what would be coming from the gas station. And these were very, these were a series of really crazy lights that were just, yeah. You're literally like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, like, what is that? But described more as the cigar shape. Oh, yeah. Wasn't the disc. It was more, it was the, more the, yeah. the cigar shape. Yeah, which I've heard that one too a lot. When going back to like us feeling stuff, there's one experience I will never forget. And this was weird because... She was walking in front of me and didn't say anything. She was just walking in front of me. I walked past a particular cell. I think this was West Virginia Penitentiary, but I can't remember if it was. I think it was there. I walked past a. I walked past a cell. My hearing goes out and my ears start ringing. And like, literally, I couldn't hear. It was like I went completely deaf. And my ear was ringing and I stopped and I was like, hey, wait up for a second. And I kept swallowing because you know when you get like that, you keep swallowing because you're trying to get your ears to pop. And I kept swallowing and I was like, I just feel like I went deaf walking in front of that um, cell. And you know, like when something like that happens, you're like obviously trying to find something rational. And she said, which cell was it? And I said this one. And she goes, the same exact thing happened to me. And I didn't say anything because I didn't think it would be relevant. Well, and I also have tinnitus. So it was just, but it doesn't happen all the time. So for it to have happened right then, and then you don't even have tinnitus, but then for you to get- And I didn't even know what happened to you. You didn't yeah. react. You didn't say anything. You just kept walking. Because I get it. I- I have it already. Right. So I thought that like it just happened was happening. 
until <laughs> you said that happened and i was like you don't have tinnitus like, <laughs> no what the hell like you were like what the fuck <laughs> why would that happen to you all of a sudden so that was weird you know and again ghost whatever okay who knows unexplained definitely no other reason that should have happened so and for it to happen in front of the same cell was very strange very weird unexplained i'm not gonna sit here and be like a ghost calls that i don't know what the hell calls that right exactly it was unexplained exactly um it should also be noted that the star system that betty later illustrated that she said was given to her by one of the greys is a particular binary system called the zeta reticuli um i know people have probably heard that in maybe sci-fi movies or sci-fi shows but it is real it is a binary star system in the southern constellation of the reticulum um this is a southern hemisphere the pair can be seen with the naked eye as a double star in the very dark skies so this is um pretty much a star system in a constellation that's 39.3 light years away from us so yeah that's a really long uh 12 parsecs so if you have a millennium falcon you could get there really fucking fast (laughs) but (laughs) let me just go get my millennium so i mean you know you got it parked in the garage uh (laughs) in storage uh you can just you know hop on and get there but um i just thought that would be interesting to say to to mention that uh you know it's also very interesting someone that is of pretty high intelligence but is isn't an astro isn't an astronomer you know if you're if you're not actively studying astronomy how would you know how to draw a fucking light a double star binary system that's 39 light years away from earth like how would you know to draw that i know plenty of intelligent people that don't know that shit <laughs> like yeah, and it actually took, um, if most people didn't know this, this is, I'm, I'm reading this from Wikipedia sourced, that it was actually in 1968, after reading Fuller's book, a elementary school teacher by the name of Marjorie Fish, who's from Oak Harbor, Ohio, who was also an amateur astronomer, was so intrigued by the star map that she wondered if she might be able to decipher which star system the UFO came from. Um, this is based on the map that Betty had Betty had drawn that was ended up in the book. Assuming that one of the 15 stars on that map was representative of Earth's sun, uh, Marjorie Fish constructed a three-dimensional three-dimensional model of nearby sun-like stars, meaning stars deemed to have characteristics that could support life, such as that found on Earth. Using thread and beads, basing stellar distances on those published in the 1969 Galiste Star Catalog, which was a, uh, it's a star catalog that lists all the stars located within 81 and a half light years from the sun. Uh, studying thousands of vantage points over several years, the only one that seemed to match Betty Hill's map was the viewpoint of the double star system of Zeta Reticuli. Yeah, so um, 
she sent her analysis to Webb, who sent the map to Terrence Dickinson, who at the time was the editor of the magazine Astronomy. Um, he did not endorse their conclusions, but invited the comments to debate on a UFO report in the opening article of the 1974 issue of Astronomer, Astronomer Magazine. So, I mean, nobody's ever actually disputed uh, Marjorie Fish's uh, discovery that it wasn't. But, um, yeah, it's been pointed out how even by an amateur astronomer elementary school teacher, how close it was. I mean, really close. And nobody's been able to dispute that. So, and again... Betty wasn't even an amateur astronomer. Mm -hmm. So how she wasn't world, an astronomer at all. How was she able to draw a star system that close in comparison to an actual star system? Because they showed it to her. Yeah. So I don't know. Again, guys, like we said, I love talking about stuff like this because at the end of the day, you can really base your own conclusions on what you ultimately think. You know, taking away from their story what these particular uh, these particular experts that have met with them think, others that are trying to debunk it um, with, you know, the false memory story. And, um, you know, kind of, you know, of course, our opinions on it and kind of ultimately what you think. But um, I think it happened. Uh, I think somebody, you know, my, my biggest thing, and I've even said this with Travis Walton's story is anyone that can stick with the same story for, you know, she died in 2004, Betty's story never changed. Same with Travis Walton's till this day. It is the, the same story I heard him tell on the Today Show with Bryant Gumbel back in the nineties is the same exact story I heard him tell just a few months ago on Joe Rogan's podcast. It was the exact same story. Same story he told when it happened. So somebody that can keep, you know, like we've said, a lie is going to have little teeny tiny inconsistencies over time. The truth is going to be the same flat story. I mean, God, unless you're a fucking psychopath and you can just, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> unless you're Norman fucking Bates. I mean, come on now. You know, they, it's stories never change. Not once. Same story. That, that to me, solid. Same fucking story every single time. For this long? For that long! That's over 50 years from the time it and happened you know, with, it's, to the time Betty passed away. Certain stories like that, they're so detailed. Yeah. And it's and I, I'm not saying that liars can't come up with details, but that's exactly what you said. Those details are so specific that if you were lying, you would forget them over time. Like in exact detail. And you would think, and it would be little things. Right. But if it's the truth, those little things would never waver. And they always stay the same. Yeah. And I'm just like, this is why I'm not buying that it's a false memory, that it was from a hallucination, definitely not sleep paralysis. No. Nothing traumatic would have happened that would have garnered a false memory. They were on fucking vacation and basically a honeymoon. It was a great trip for them. They had right? a great time. So it definitely wasn't Jupiter, Project Blue Book. Um, it wasn't when when the people that really know that aliens exist try to uh, tell you that aliens don't exist. It was just Jupiter. It's a weather balloon. 
Are you, bitch, are you motherfucking telling me that Jupiter has lights and is following It was me? swamp gas. <laughs> Jupiter decided to leave its atmosphere, come all the way to Earth, and chase me on vacation. And that's what I thought was a literal disc craft the size of my house. That had windows with beings in it. Right. Jupiter. Right. Boys go to Jupiter to get Makes more stupider. total sense. Anyway. Um, yeah, that's all I've got uh, about Betty and Barney Hill. I hope you guys enjoyed tonight. Um, hopefully they make another movie. You know, I was digging a little bit about this. Apparently in 2015, and they mentioned in the story that we read from History, from History Channel's website, History.com, about their niece. Um, in 2015, she was in, because she wrote that book, she was in talks, I don't, I don't remember, it wasn't like Bloom House or anybody like that, but she was in talks the time with the production company that they were going to produce a Betty and Barney Hill movie, do another movie, and it was gonna, the working title was called Captured, Ooh. Um, but, you know, never found anything past 2015 about it, so who knows, um, I think, it, I'm totally down to see another movie uh, oh, for sure. happen about their story. It would be really cool if they kind of made it in the style of the fourth kind, where it was like an interview or something. I don't know. I love Doc-style found footage movies. I, I am such a fucking sucker for those. I do, but my thing is, if they decided to do it that way, I want it to look old. I don't want it yeah. to look modern. I 100%. Want it to even be shot on like 8mm. I want it to look I want it to be old. black and white. I'm down with that too. Fully. Yeah. I want it to actually look like it came from the 1963. or ni yep. Yeah. I mean, it would be in color. But, I mean, you could make it look grainy. Yeah. Make it. I want it. Even if you don't do a documentary style, even though I love that style, too. I Either way, I want it to look old. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Definitely. Costume. You know, and you could do it. They, they've done it before. You what did they call it on um, Blair Witch? That camera that looks like that, that they use. Oh, I don't. The one that shoots in black and white and looks like shit because it looks old. I can't remember. what is it the dad? Do they call it a dad? Shit, I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember. I haven't seen that movie in a little bit anyway enough to remember that particular I've seen part, it so but, many ungodly um... times. I'm actually upset that I forget this what they call it. But anyway, uh, but yeah, that was. Uh, I hope they do. I would like to see another movie. That'd be pretty rad, for sure. Well, that was oh, also too. Um, Four, in six, a couple six, of days, seven. right? In a couple of days on Discovery Plus, the oh, that's uh, right. A, the documentary is going to be out. There's actually going to be two of them, based on an abduction series that Discovery Plus is doing. Uh, Betty and Barney Hill will be one and Travis Walton's story will be the other one. I think they're going to be about an hour long or more um, with like new evidence and a whole bunch of different stuff. So I'm excited to watch that Friday night guys or Friday, whenever it's uh, whatever time it's streaming, but it's definitely coming out this Friday, the 18th on discovery plus abduction is the series one on Betty and Barney Hill and the other one's going to be on Travis Walton. So definitely make sure you watch it. Especially if you're unfamiliar with the stories already. 
Like, if you don't really know the stories or maybe you've just heard about them and you've never, like, seen any documentaries, read anything, never saw Fire in the Sky, I would definitely recommend. Because there's Watch a Fire lot. Fire in the Sky. Like, Travis's actual account differs a lot from what happened in the movie. But again, this is Hollywood. They can only squeeze so much in an hour and a half long movie. But, I mean, enough of it made it into the movie that it's terrifying. So... I would definitely recommend watching the movie. Well, the movie is just so, and the, the acting in it is, there's so, it's, the movie is really fucking good, even if it wasn't a real story. It really is It's a good. really, really good fucking movie and very well acted. But uh, I highly recommend watching this one coming up Friday if you don't know anything about the real story and have never seen any interviews that Travis Walton himself has done. Because, uh, yeah, his story is incredible. And um I'm interested in seeing more about Betty. I haven't I haven't seen any newer documentaries about Betty and Barney in a long mm -hmm. time. I'd be curious to see like some family members and other people involved with uh with their story because that's something that if people don't know about and again, you know, I don't think it's a basis to say anything to do with them being uh, abducted. But it was also, you know, it is interesting that they were an interracial couple during that time and everything going on. And not only with all of that being willing to be so public about what happened to them and, and just no matter what, you know, dumbasses say, well, grave, stupid. Um, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> so dumb. Uh you know, just through everything, they never, and on top of being an interracial couple, they never once wavered from their story. They never, they never backed down and they still, um, you know, they still told their story. So I, you know, that, that took a lot of courage too, I think during that time and everything else. So, yep. uh, I highly recommend everybody watch that. I can't wait to watch it myself. So yeah, this Friday Discovery Plus. Get the free trial or just pay the five bucks a month. Also, get Netflix. It is really that worth Texas it. Texas Chainsaw series coming on Friday it looks dope as hell. I ain't gonna fucking lie. It looks really good. There's a really good movie, kind of werewolf looking, set in the 1800s, coming out called The Cursed. Uh, there's some good stuff is that coming, coming out, out this Friday. Netflix too? No, theaters. The I don't oh, know if, theaters. It's gonna be streaming, but it will be out in theaters. There, look, guys, there's a whole lot. Whatever you're into in the horror genre, this weekend, we got you covered. If you want to go to the movies and you like werewolf 1800s type stuff, go watch The Cursed in theaters this Friday. If you like aliens, you got Discovery Plus, got you covered. Betty and Barney Hill and Travis Walton. If you, you like slashers. Home, if you like slashers, <laughs> you got Netflix and the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I forget so... what it's called. What's it called? I don't know. I think you'll it's actually called it. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Just type it in on Netflix. You'll find it. But, oh, you'll uh, find it. It looks really good. I, I'm really actually excited. This is the first time I've been excited about Texas Chainsaw. I ever. I don't, I'm not excited. <laughs> I don't, I'm not a big Leatherface fan, but it looks I'm, good. I'm not like, I'm not, okay. I don't know. Like when I say I'm excited about, listen, I'm excited about Nope. Did you I'm watch the trailer? Girl, that's why I'm excited. That I'm excited about. You know Texas what I Chainsaw said Massacre? when I watched it? Nope. Nope. <laughs> Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm going to watch it. Great. But like, if I'm excited, to say I'm excited, I'm excited about Nope. 
I'm, I'm excited, excited about, about Nope too. That. Like, I'm just saying it's really nice to actually be excited for a Texas Chainsaw thing because honestly, I hate the series. I do too, and I'm still not excited. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sorry. The reason I'm excited is because for the first time ever, it looks good. I'm not like, wow, this is another fucking piece of shit. It does. Am I going to be disappointed? 100%. I know I am. Um, But there were just two... I don't know. And other people, I've seen it on TikTok that do agree with me. There were two things in particular in the trailer. I don't I don't know. I didn't like the kid with the... You're going to get canceled, bro. I was like, what is this? That was a little... I don't even... I'm curious to see I what they're actually doing I don't know it. what that was. Like, that was... That, Teenage angst. That bothered me gen z and i was like okay i'm guess i'm too old because that kind of was like what and then i don't i just if this is going to be the thing with reboots now like let's bring back the character from the very first now movie. if they're going to do some stupid shit like chucky did because they're just trying to copy what chucky did i'm gonna be fucking pissed you know what i'm saying meaning bringing what like, if they're going to try to do some Chucky shit because the Chucky series was very successful and did it very well and Don Mancini knew what the fuck he was doing. I and See, if, I didn't get that from the trailer. I mean more like... I'm just I'm, saying because it's a series. Like, I don't want them oh. to copy what Chucky did and not make a movie because they're like, well, we're not going to go the movie route. We're going to go the series route. And then... Oh, okay. I'm so not I saying didn't... copying Chucky. That's not oh, okay. what I'm saying. I'm I saying didn't... starting a series. I didn't really get that from it more than I got that I don't I don't I don't know how I feel about re reboots that are like that are now copying this let's let's bring back the original character from the first movie because we haven't seen or heard from them in eight fucking movies, but now all of a sudden we're gonna bring them back now and this is what we're gonna do it's i'm i'm sorry it's just it's it's creating a pattern and i'm just kind of like if this is what we're gonna do now with all of these old 70s and 80s slashers i'm just i'm kind of not here for that will i watch it yes because i'm a horror fan and i'm a glutton for pun punishment so i will watch every single fucking one Me with if the, I every single paranormal activity through. but i i don't know i'm just if if this is what we're doing now, if this is the road we're going to go down, then let's just get some original... Let's start going back to original horror films, and I don't want to see any more reboots, remakes of anything anymore. I actually anymore. would really like that to happen. I don't want to see any of them anymore, because I'm kind of done with that. I, I that is just, It's like Halloween. That's my two cents. That's my two cents. Halloween did I'm, it, I'm and done, then everybody so. else And now everybody's went. doing it, that's what I'm saying. It's because of how much fucking money it made. But so like, let's just act like uh, nine million movies didn't happen and we're going to bring the original character back from the first one and we're going to rewrite everything and this is like, what we're doing. And now everybody is literally doing that. And I'm like, okay, I'm... It's like someone went, let's not do this. oh, that's what the fans want. Bitch, I'm sorry. To formula. A plus B equals C. If this is the formula, this is the formula. Like, because bitch, this is I'm what's sorry to money. tell you... Leatherface doesn't have the fans Halloween does. You probably just piss some people off, but that's okay. I don't give a flying fuck, to be honest with you, because if there are three series that could disappear, it's Hellraiser, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and Friday the 13th. I fucking come at me. I don't give a you. shit. I could not agree with you more. The first 
Friday the 13th was incredible. Keep it. The first Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Keep it. Please. The first the Hellraiser. First two. Two. Yes. Because they, they kind of entered. Because they were. Right. Great. <laughs> Keep it. Especially because they fucking went there with the it. gore and everything. I mean, I and I appreciate it. I appreciate we it. We all appreciate I, it. I appreciated it. <laughs> Stop it. That's where it should have stopped. They never should have been made into series. Now, no. I love Freddy, guys. We know, but they're... Mm, mm. But not the whole series is trash. Like, the entire... Every series has its Leatherface... See... All of them. All of them. I don't care. Um, I will die on that sword. I will also die they on the sword that bad. the Friday the 13th series is actually all bad. garbage. The... And the and I stopped. besides six, I stopped. Jason I even, lives right, was actually bad, really good. Wasn't bad. But, and I and I'm sorry, I stopped after a few Hellraisers. I haven't seen any. I haven't seen the new. I've seen I'm the not, first two, and I won't I'm, watch anymore. I think I'm I saw good. a few after that, and I was like, "Oh my god, what is this? <laughs> I don't even know. Where are we going? What is? What? What? Where? Where are we going here?" Well, especially in two when it's based on someone's original work and you kind of, yeah. now you've sort of taken it to where like, okay, I don't think Clive Barker, this, this had anything to do with I think what, even Clive Barker was like. Yeah. The other movies just went, yeah. So anyway, anyway. Because usually but, when, you know, I'll get those things on Facebook or Twitter where it'll say like, it'll give you a certain amount of series and it'll say one has to go. And I'm like, actually two, three of them can go. Oh yeah. I'll die And I'm like, that. I will I'll die, die on, that on that fucking hill. Yeah. The Friday the 13th series is garbage. So is Texas Chainsaw. Besides the first ones, like we've said. And Hellraiser, besides the first two. Those movies are fucking trash. I can barely even sit through them. Like the other night when the Friday the 13th happened and we were watching it like outside, like for a bonfire and I was hanging out with some people. I barely watched it. I was on my phone most Which of the time. Which one are you watching? We watched three, four, two, three, and four. Oh, no. <laughs> the only ones I can handle is one and six. Yeah. I actually enjoy both of those. Yeah. And the rest of them, I'm like, I literally, it is the same movie over and over and over and over. Jason X is completely unwatchable. Unwatch, it, unwatchable. It, oh. And I, I don't, every single Texas Chainsaw movie is different. Every single one of them. Every single one of them. They're like, let's restart the story again. It's None literally, it's literally X-Men. Literally the Texas Chainsaw series is the X-Men of horror. And tell me I'm wrong. They keep redoing time, um, the, the timeline and then they come up with a new movie to reset the timeline and it doesn't make any sense there is no timeline i don't even That's know exactly i don't every you're, movie you're exactly right. every movie every they make resets the time every single texas chainsaw massacre movie follows no timeline whatsoever <laughs> none none it oh like my resets god. the timeline oh my time. god you are so i can at least respect jason and hellraiser for sticking with the timeline it's <laughs> terrible and as weird and fucked up as they got they at least stuck with the there's a timeline there's an actual <laughs> timeline but oh my god you are absolutely fucking right because i've welcome. i've unfortunately seen all the hellraiser movies and they you mean are, texas, are chainsaw? texas chainsaw massacre movies and they are it's almost like every time they make a new one they're trying to do, do a do-over 
Like the one with Matthew McConaughey and Renee Zellweger. That movie Matthew was, McConaughey oh is God. actually trying to act in this movie. I'm like, what are you, why are you trying? <laughs> why is anybody trying to do anything in this movie? What is this movie? What is this movie? <laughs> when did this happen? It just, it's a fever dream. And then I can see Texas Chainsaw Massacre fans right now being that meme of that guy who's got all of the pictures up and he's going, like he's trying Charlie to explain. Day. It's from a... Always sunny in Philadelphia. Yep. It's Charlie. It's Day. him trying. It's them trying to explain the timeline, and I'm over here going. Oh my god! Yeah, no, please, please, you can. Save I don't it. care. I'm sorry. If you want to send those emails, go right on ahead. But they will be deleted. We don't need to hear from anybody that you know. We. This is why we all have our opinions. <laughs> and if you don't like it, fine, that's fine. But please don't be those ones. We do not need a barrage of emails going. Well, it's because you don't get it. Because see what happened. Please don't do that. Please don't do that. We will not. We won't read them. We'll skin. I get. I get enough shit for hating those series, so I don't care. I don't care. We'll die on that hill. I will absolutely die on. And then, and I'm so glad we both can agree. For for the few things that we do disagree on, what we agree on is like good soup. Thank God. (laughs) I mean, your favorite is my second favorite, and my favorite is your second favorite. So I mean, like, yeah. But I'm uh, especially those three particular series. I'm so glad we're both like 100% right there. Honestly, <laughs> like, the Leprechaun yes. series can go. Oh, through. that we're not even gonna act like that existed. <laughs> the first one, just the first I mean, one. I mean, I mean, I like the first one a I, lot. Okay, yeah. Do I watch it all the time? No, no. But I liked it. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm not gonna sit down and be like, let's watch the Leprechaun. That no. Oh yeah, that whole series is yeah, that can go too. Bye. Forever. I love That's why I heard Warwick, I it. love you, but for Willow and Star Wars, for nothing else. <laughs> Somebody was talking about making a sequel to something and I got mad about it. Cause I was like, that doesn't need a sequel. I'm about to get mad about every sequel. Like any anything that's gonna be oh, like, oh, they're making so, a reboot. I'm gonna be like, Someone no. on Twitter wanted to see a sequel to Midsummer. I'm no. like why? I'm going to stop you right Why? fucking there. Why? There doesn't need to be a sequel. Nope. A sequel wouldn't make sense. Why? You didn't get the movie if you Danny's were happy. That's all you need to know. And we're not going to start a Midsummer and... anthology. God, what the... F- well, because what's going to happen is it's only going to be about cults, and it's going to completely detract from anything having to do with the actual story, which literally yep. had nothing to do with the cult. It was about yep. being in an incredibly abusive relationship. Yep. That's what the movie was about. Yep. That's why I'm... Stop comparing cult movies like Midsummer. No. If it's only about a cult, then it's nothing about Midsummer. That is not what that movie was about. The movie was about an abusive, very abusive relationship. And grief and trauma and gaslight. That's what that movie was about. That movie didn't have fuck all to do with a goddamn cult. And if that's all you took away from that movie, you need Jesus. Get your get yourself some help. You need Jesus. I told my dad you said that and he thought that was the funniest thing ever. <laughs> you need <laughs> Jesus. It's a vine. I know. He doesn't know what vine is. I don't want to try Not to explain it to him. I quoted Jesus, a vine in no. front of Alex's entire family Monday night and no one said anything and I was like 
spare. I gotta introduce all of these people. Spare to trying to explain Vine to the boomer generation. Whatever you do, don't even. Especially since it two. doesn't. Especially since it doesn't exist anymore. Two of them were boomers. Right. Well, and especially since it doesn't exist anymore, don't just. A lot of them were. A few of them were Gen Zers, and I'm like, yeah, well, you're TikTok generation, but. I'm also TikTok generation now. <laughs> TikTok may have belonged to you back okay. before the pandemic, but you can fuck off now. Oh, millennial, we took it. It's ours now. It's so, ours. There you go. We lost Vine, so we get TikTok. Yeah. Okay. We got it. It's ours now. Sorry. Not Ooh. Sorry. Ooh. <laughs> anyway. So next week, I'm actually really excited about next week's episode. Same. Uh, we are going to be doing, in honor of Black History Month, yes. we are going to be doing a an episode on the horror noir uh, anthology movie that they did for on Shudder. Yes. Um, so if you guys haven't watched it, make sure to go watch it. I haven't seen it yet, and I'm going to be watching watching all of it I ha- I'm doing it in sections because and it's apparently so AMC now is doing a thing where I guess AMC owns Shutter. they kind of they either own them or they teamed, or they up, teamed up with them but it's yeah. it's AM you get AMC Shutter, and IFC yeah films as a streaming platform if anybody wants to do that um or if you just have Shutter, there you go it's on there too uh I highly recommend especially 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 if you are a black horror fan this was made for us there are certain segments in there that white people will totally think is funny and will or even scary and get but there's going to be a couple they're not going to get it and that's fine because i (laughs) and i'm sitting here with my white best friend saying this was not made for white people this was not this was made for black horror fans and i deeply 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 appreciated it it made me so happy um rachel true is a part of one of the segments the one that's with tony todd and she actually put something out on her instagram about it and i commented and she liked my comment and she just got it oh my god (laughs) um she because she's incredible and her her segment is when we we were just talking about cults her segment tony todd as a cult leader Oh, I'm saying. Is isn't he a cult leader though? Y'all, listen. <laughs> please, please. And I, again, I'm not saying white people shouldn't watch this, but there are going to be certain ones you're not going to understand because it's not for you, and that's okay. Absolutely, white people watch this, but it wasn't made for you. Just understand that. I'm excited to watch it, and I'm I, I'm excited to watch it, and then come to you, and be like, hey. I don't understand because there's gonna be one help. major one you are not gonna understand it when I explain it to you. You're gonna go, oh. that one's kind of sad. There's one I'm not gonna lie; it's straight up right. sad. It is straight, and I but I love how they <laughs> like stuck it in the middle, and then like the one after that is kind of like a breather, and then the very <laughs> last one is really fucking funny. So I'm glad that they because you're like oh. you go from crying to like oh this one's funny. Okay, good. Thank you. I needed this. Please no more. <laughs> I can't cry. <laughs> Please no more. <laughs> yeah, it it ends on an incredibly oh my god! If anybody's a fan of uh, horror comedy, the last one is. It's got everything. It's a true. It's a. I love anthology series anyway. I'm sure you Same. guys have heard both of us say that many many times. Um, how much we love anthology series, and this is one I really appreciated because it had like. 
uh, like one was satanic, one was back in like the 1800s, one was about vampires, one's about cults, one's about this. All of my about, alley. So, I mean, it's got one's, one's like scary, one's kind of traumatic, one's funny, one, yeah. So, I mean, it's got, but it's all encompasses horror and it's, I, I thought they were, I mean, I'm, I'm going to look, I didn't get a chance to so much the first time I watched it, but now this time I really want to dig deep into who the directors are of each segment because I have ones that are like, I loved all of them, but I have some I kind of favor over others. So now I'm like really going to look deep into who actually Does directed this... those because I want to, I want to keep those names in the back of my head because I want to see those directors do other things. Like I want to see their names. These segments were so good that I want to start seeing their names out there. Does this put the title before it starts? Yes, each segment will have some the title anthologies before. don't do that, and it pisses me this off. This one does, thank goodness. VHS so does very... that, and I hate it because I'm like, yeah, how am I supposed to know who directed what when I don't know the name of the fucking? So I'm glad that I gotta wait till the credits. Yeah, no, they actually do break down each segment and title card before each one, so you'll nice. know where it where it good. Because what I would like to do is I would like to take notes like on my phone mm -hmm. of like each segment and then like put which ones I like in in the order. I'm gonna do that too. So yeah. that way, because I'm honestly like, even though I am white, I am super fucking excited for it because I love seeing black people doing what they love. And shown as normal fucking people. That's why I loved us so much. Because I That's was That's why like, I am so ready. Look, the white people are stereotypical white people. I'm so ready for Nope, too. When does that come out again? Like, oh. <laughs> well, and I love, oh my God, I love Kiki Palmer so much. I love her so much. Please, if anybody, please follow her on social media. Everyone. I love her since she's on Disney. Because she started on Disney. Mm -hmm. I, that's where I remember her was Jump In. On Disney Channel. She's gorgeous. She's fucking hysterical. And she can act her ass off. So I am I was so happy to see her a part of this. I was like, oh yes. July. July, July. 22nd. Well, we have plans. And Steven Yoon. I mean, come on. It's fucking Glenn. Yun. Wait. Yun. Yen. Yun. Yun? Yun. It's like Yun, son. Yeah. <laughs> Because I heard him say that on a podcast, and I was like, oh, God, I didn't say that. It was like, I heard Taylor Lautner say his name the other day, and it said his name was Taylor Lautner, and someone on TikTok was like, I thought it was Lautner, and I'm like, I've been saying Lautner ever, forever. I didn't want... Like, this man was super shocked that his last name was Lautner, and I'm like, I have always said Lautner. I don't know. Are you good? I'm sorry, sir. <laughs> I, I'm... Of course, this is coming from the... Na -na 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 -na. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm just gonna call you. Uh, who was it? Who was his? Who was he in the fucking movie? Jacob. Jacob. Black. Right. I'm just gonna call you Jacob. Jacob, run. <laughs> anyway, all right, guys. Well, you know our social media. We have Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All at DFWTO Podcast. Twitter. The handle is DFWTO8811. If you have any questions, concerns, or want to say, hey, please send a, those to our email, which is dfwto8493 gmail.com. Yes. We are on Podbean, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, all at Don't Fuck With The Original, or DFW, I, no, it's Don't Fuck With The Original, and um, please leave a comment, uh, subscribe, like us, and uh, you'll always know when we put out new video, <sighs> new episodes. 
Again, go check out our uh, link tree, which is in all of our social media um, little bios. So check out our, and you can find everywhere we are right there, all in one spot. And you can see our podcast merch right there as well. I think we got it. I, think I know it's a it. lot to spit out, but. Uh, I should honestly just record George, that. I got it. I should just record just that. And then... But it's funny because I guess people enjoy me messing it up. <laughs> so. Whatever. You know, unless you want us to, I think most people just get to a point when they're, when they're professional and they record this, they're just reading from a script. Right. It's just all typed out. It's just like script. Well, my dudes, have a safe week. Be careful out there. And remember, don't don't fuck fuck with the original. original.